Welcome to this episode of the Security Clearance Careers Podcast, ClearCast, your source for security clearance, intelligence community, espionage, national security, and defense contracting updates in our exclusive interviews with intelligence community and government leaders. Hello, hello, Secret Squirrels, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Security Clearance Careers Podcast. Today, I have my Jilly with me, KK and Jilly Pam are back in action, and uh, the list is here. So today, we're going to tell you how some of the top global defense companies performed in fiscal year 21. So thanks, Jilly. So I feel like I coined those nicknames (laughs) for us, but they... Haven't really caught. I'm not sure if I should feel no, embarrassed. No, I think it works for you and I. You know, like, it's like, KK, hey, hey, Jilly, you know, like, you know, when people are like, so can we call you Jilly? I mean, Katie can. <laughs> <laughs> that actually happened in a right, meeting, right. True story, not like a hypothetical, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I always imagine us like KK and Jilly Ham, like, verse each other like in a boxing ring and I like not, it. not that uh, you know we're gonna box we're each com- other but we're not it competing. Just... <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for joining me today so we're going to talk about the defense revenue for the top 10 u.s based contractors so the war in ukraine has sparked a lot of foreign military sales and spending for defense contracting companies so like I said, we're going to give you a peek into the top 10 U.S.-based companies that made the list, uh, although there are some foreign companies as well. And I, I know that the, the list looks similar to last year. So there were, before we drill down, a, a few of the notable changes. KBR, which is 32nd, jumped up on mm-hmm. the list. And then I'm going to try not to butcher this name. It's a, Ukra- a Ukrainian conglomerate. Ukrobronprom surged eight spots. That sounds amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, so yes. So some notable changes, although the list looks a little bit similar. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that too on Defense News and maybe you had it on your notable changes, but um, Paraton was one of the um, was also a company who jumped majorly on the list because Defense News does this list each year. Uh, for like the last two decades and they jumped up. I, forget, I actually didn't look at the specific number, but it was a huge leap. They acquired Prospecta as well as an arm, one arm IT arm of uh, Northrop Grumman. And so they just, obviously mm-hmm. their revenue skyrocketed and put them way higher in the top 100, um, which is you know interesting to see, especially in the world of acquisitions and mergers that we see a lot in the defense contracting space. Oh yeah, they're number 25. Yeah, this year. And oh, last year Paraton. they were so. <laughs> <laughs> That's huge. <laughs> All right. So let's drill down and I'm going to kick us off. So number one, Lockheed Martin. Lockheed is not necessarily surprising, at least to me. And uh, their 2021 defense revenue was 64.5 million. And I mean, I, I report on the defense contracts valued at $7 million and above each day. And I know Lockheed has at least one or maybe even two or three awarded to them. So I, their work mm. with the F-35 is notorious. And I, I just noticed even on the news that their stock recently rose a little bit. So again, not really surprising at all. But Lockheed Martin, we have at the top of this list. Similar to Lockheed is Raytheon, and Raytheon's been at number two for two years in a row. And I'm sure you, 
they would at least be in the top five, even uh, like along those, if you go back even farther, um, just so they have a lot of contracting and a lot of different arms of, of work that they do. And so they actually just recently, you know, because I always have to point out when people come to Virginia, because I love Virginia, I don't think it's any secret, but they move their global um, headquarters to Virginia mm-hmm. and they just have a lot of work, especially money going into to support the um, conflict in Ukraine. But their defense revenue for last year was at almost 42 million. So again, they're also coming up a lot on those daily defense contracting lists. Um, you see their name pop up frequently, just like you do with Lockheed Martin. So that would be number two. All right. That's a, that's a nice chunk of change still at number the number two. <laughs> yes. So at number three, yeah. we have Boeing. They're coming in hot at $35 million in revenue. And that's, you know, another household name. And some of you may be scratching your heads at the revenue figures, but this is strictly their defense revenue. And listeners should also seriously check them out on clearancejobs.com. Because Boeing Santonio alone is hiring for more than 200 positions. And similar to Raytheon and Lockheed Martin, in terms of defense contracts awarded, they even recently secured a $278 million deal to aid the F-18 aircraft program. So I'm almost certain that we'll see them on the top 10 for next year as well, Jilly. Right, right. And the thing is, too, if you want to be involved with space, Boeing's also another one that you can... I mean, all these contractors have a lot of different help, things that they help either with satellites or with actual, like, you know, rocket, whatever, whatever it is, like rocket science. Literal <laughs> rocket you <know>? science. <laughs> Literally a rocket. Um, but no, they, they actually have contracts that help support that type of work. So it can kind of get you in that space field that you're looking to get into. But so for number four, we have Northrop Grumman. And on the list, they are, they're at almost like 31 and a half million for defense revenue, which is nothing to sneeze at. And, you know, a lot of these large contractors too also work together on really large projects like hypersonic threats. They also are big winners on the daily defense contracts. You'll see their name coming up frequently for either things like electronic warfare or, you know, orbit on orbit space technology. There's that space stuff again, but yeah, and they're just definitely hiring. And I've Mm -hmm. talked to you, um, before even with hiring efforts with bringing on more veterans, they just have a lot of different opportunities, a lot of different locations. So for clearance holders, it's a great company to check out as well with all of these are. And um, yeah, so they're at number four. All right. Well, and number five is is coming in pretty close for their defense revenue. We have General Dynamics. So they were at $30.8 million. And they had a 3% increase in revenue from the 2020 numbers. But I'll take a beat here to note that for foreign military sales, which we aren't necessarily noting foreign companies that made the top 10, but they had huge increases from 2020 to 2021. So I think with that, the pandemic, cybersecurity issues, perhaps Mm -hmm. cleared hiring woes uh, may have something to do with heavily aiding other countries. But, you know, that's just conjecture on my part. So anyways, uh, otherwise, General Dynamics has a plethora of positions listed at Clearance Job. So be sure to go check them out. All right. So BAE Systems, we have um, next on the list. And their revenue is 
drum roll, uh, at 25, they're almost up to 26 million um, in defense revenue. And so again, you see them a lot, you know, amphibious com combat vehicles where they're winning contracts or ammunition contracts with the US Army, nuclear weapons centers. So a lot of work there for BAE and um, they've expanded in the Northeast. So definitely wanted to keep, keep your eye on. Um, as far as jobs and new work coming in. So BAE Systems, maybe they really should change their name to Bay Systems to attract <laughs> Gen Z to national security careers. I mean, right. come on, Bay Marketing yeah. Department, get on it. Come on, Bay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So next up, we have L3 Harris. They're at almost 15 million in defense revenue, which was pretty much the same as the year prior. And about 84% of their revenue comes from defense. So they got they got their toes in a few markets. But yeah, L3 Harris, which is also on clearancejobs.com. So go check out their opportunities. Another contractor on the list who's a clearance jobs customer is Huntington Ingalls. And their defense revenue is almost nine and a half million for the last year. And they do a lot of work in hiring, um, especially for um, like destroyer programs. Uh, a lot of work for the Navy and on a lot of the Navy ships. So uh, you look at the different shipyards, they often are posting major hiring initiatives for um, some of those locations, either out west at one of the, of the shipyard out there or even in like Virginia Beach area. You can find contract opportunities there. So that is Huntington Ingalls. Yeah, and I know that they have a ton of blue collar jobs. So for those that are working in a trade and maybe are looking to get into national security, I think, I, I don't know for sure, but Huntington Ingalls is a large com company. They may have the bandwidth to even sponsor clearances. So that's something to engage with their recruiters and try to open up that door for yourself. That's an excellent point, especially as like with people asking, you know, how do I get into like, how do I get a position that will sponsor me for a security clearance? And some of these jobs are great inroads, especially if it's in line with some of your career interests for getting a clearance and getting your foot in the door. Yeah, And I know that recently we're really touting that clearance processing times are down. DCSA has been killing it. Continuous evaluation certainly has something to do with that. But I have heard from some of our partners that interim clearances have been granted in a matter of a week or two. So now is the time, people. That's like the timelines of like 20 years ago when, you know, when I was going for a sure. clearance, which just happened. I mean, granted, I was at, fresh out of college, but like that, that's, that's pretty quick. Yeah. So. No, I mean, I, I came into the defense contracting space when it was a total show. So <laughs> like, oh my gosh, clearance processing times are terrible. That's when the backlog was right before uh, I, I think I joined right before and you know I was working in admin as a receptionist so I didn't really have a, a, a keen look into because I wasn't recruiting yet but yeah soon after is when it got got kind of crazy all right so number nine we have Lidos and oh Lidos they're one of my favorite partners who really stays at our virtual career events which I appreciate so by the way if you haven't checked mm -hmm. those out you can literally talk one-on-one -on -one with recruiters and get yourself that job that you've been applying for, but not really hearing back on. And so I, I hear that complaint a ton from folks that are maybe coming out of the military who don't have a job yet. So they're not passive candidates. They are those true active candidates. You need to attend these virtual career events. So then you can 
chat directly with those recruiters, let them know what requisition you applied to. And it's just another way to sort of get that engagement with hiring teams. So anyway, Lidos had $8 million in defense revenue, which was a 9% increase from the year before. And 58% of their revenue is coming from defense. So they may have some uncleared opportunities if you want to get your foot in the door that way, if you're a non-cleared listener looking for a company to sponsor you. So Lidos at number nine for the U.S.-based companies. And last on the list, but certainly not least, we have Amentum. They come in at 10 and they are at 5.9 million in defense contracting revenue, which is an 18% increase and have about 64% of their work for defense con- defense contract work. So, I mean, again, just like you said with Lidos, I mean, that that opens up a lot of opportunities where you can get in your foot in the door, um, even on unclassified work or in other areas of focus and then work your way over to where you want to be. But they do have, you know, a lot of contracts that come in, whether it's like flight simulator training, even work for the Defense Health Agency. But they also, we recently wrote an article on just different job opportunities over, like we'd like to focus on different areas, either around the country or out of the country, you know, in that Oconus work. So they have office, they have job opportunities over in Germany as well. So just, you know, hey, if you want to try out some different beers and (laughs) see the country and the castles, and, you know, have a job and a clear job um, in another part of the world, Amentum's a great company to check out for that. So there's just a lot of different opportunities. I mean, I know that it's the, the revenue streams don't tell the full story, you know, of the, the different companies, but it does, it, you know, when they continue to win contracts time and time again and deliver results to the federal government and continue to be solid employers for candidates to want to have a job with them, the results definitely do speak for themselves, you know? Sure. I like that. Well, and we'll we'll end it there because you put it so eloquently, Jilly. Oh. <laughs> but so that was the top 10 US-based defense contractors for fiscal year 21 and how these global defense companies perform. So for the full list, which includes a lot of where those foreign military sales are going to, you can visit news.clearancejobs.com. <laughs>